Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. Everything is awesome when you're living out your dreams. The audio is definitely picking up. Okay, cool. Oh, at least that's we know that's working. What's going on, snack fans? Welcome back to the Snack Run Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Hernia, aka Nephilim's Hot, aka Kona Hot Cafe, aka I owe uh, the government a whole lot of money in back taxes. What's going on, brother? You're that right, man. It's Brady, Brady Cardia, and fun fact about me, my taxes are all good and done, so I'm getting that tax return, baby. Yeah, the, the government <laughs> uh, was good and done me in the butt. Man, tax season's hard. It's hard. Mm. It's, it's hard. Mm. You gotta fill out, like, a form. You gotta go to your work, You're like, can I get a W-2? Mm. It's a lot to handle. No, 100%. Being, being an adult this day and age, there's so much going on. You have to change your oil from time to time. Like, that's new. The fuck? Uh, yeah, it's, it's newish. That's new. Sometimes you wake up and your plumbing's everywhere. Isn't that the craziest? Or your plumbing, your power's out, they want to put a new washer and dryer in your units. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. Can, can yeah. you guys just keep everything, like, in range? And then, like, you adopt a dog from a shelter, from a Mexican family, then you gotta teach it English? Who knew that was a thing? Here's a question. Here's an answer. Do dogs know English? Like, is there a language what all dogs know? Or do you think... You think dogs know how to, like, understand humans let to me, a point of a degree? Yeah, let me answer your question with a question. Did you know that dogs, over time, have, like, evolved to look like they're smiling to, like, resemble humans? Mm, to resemble humans or just to, like, please humans? I think kind of, like, to smile at them. Mm, yeah, so... Cute. I, did they, I answer your they, question? They do. They, no, because I don't think that has anything to do with speech patterns or language or understanding uh, English. But, yeah, yeah I, I think that's really cool. I, I mean, I like a smiley dog. Who doesn't like a smiley dog? <laughs> Maybe that's why we like I dogs. Dog. Maybe that's why we like dogs a little bit more than cats, because cats don't smile. Mm -mm -mm. Do you know what dogs are really cool? The French Bulldogs. The French Bulldogs, they have, they skateboard. Uh, those videos? Yeah, I think uh, I don't think that breeds skateboards. I think that's the breed what people teach. Do you think the dogs come out of the womb like, give me a board? I need I need to start shredding the gnar. I think I think some breeds are like that. You know, I think some people are born to cook. Some people are born to shred the gnar. Some people are born to podcast. People, not dogs. Oh, I think I think dogs are definitely taught. Like they're just not they're not born. They're taught. I'm gonna prove you wrong. But yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, prove me wrong. Hey, real quick, man. Yeah, what's up, man? Honestly, bro. Like, honestly, brother. How's your week been? Like, all, all overall. Like, oh, you, honestly, brother. You did some golfing, right? Yeah, you, we spent pretty chilled. good. You know me. My life is very. I don't know. Easy, I guess. It's not easy. I make life easy, and that's all about how you perceive the world you're put in. So, like, if you go into the week with like a nice positive attitude, everything's gonna kind of work out your way, even when stuff doesn't. Like today, I woke up, my plumbing was everywhere, like my pipes were all out of line, my inner pipes and my house pipes. So it was just like, uh, I could have called someone in, but I'm like. You know what? That's going to take time, money, and effort. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to figure it out myself. I went down there. You know, it was something I'm not familiar with. And I was like, I, I fixed it. Like, it took a lot of trial and error. But I'm like, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna try. And, like, this is going to save me so much more time and money. And I'm not going to have to worry about it. So me putting that extra effort, like, in, like, I'm like, yeah. Wait, are it, you sure it's fixed, though? Because it's 100% Because, like, 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 what if, what if it's what if it busted once you left? And then Max is like, 
and then he's like trying to text you. He's like, come <laughs> home, something's happening. It's hundred percent fixed because um so basically what it was it was the it was the plumbing to my dish sink. I was trying to do dishes, I had a lot of dishes from the weekend. So I was like, I need to do dishes. And I try and do it, and then I noticed water leaking underneath the cabinet. I was like, ah, fuck. So I had a full thing of dishes filled up, and my water's leaking. So I'm like, I can't even attempt to do dishes because the water, what's going down the drain, is just getting on the floor. So I need to figure out. It wasn't something I could just like put on back hold. It was something I needed to figure out soon because I needed to do the dishes. Mm. Um, so after fixing it, I was doing the dishes and cleaning for like four hours, and it didn't budge. It, it was good. I, I twisted all the right knobs, and I did all the right things. So like, I think it's pretty good. I'm no plumber. Hubba, hubba. I'm no plumber. I'm no mechanic. But I was like, <laughs> shit, man. You know, when something doesn't go your way, you just try until it works. There is. You say a lot of. You say a lot of crazy things right now. Crazy things. But there is one thing that you said that kind of stood out to me, and hopefully you guys resonate at home a little bit. But like, sort of like when your life is busy, it's sort of like a perspective thing, you know. Hundred percent. Like you cling to the times where you get to be yourself, and you get you get to kind of look at the. Your big old like long list of things you to do today as kind of like a more of an adventure, you know. Sometimes and it's not always gonna be super fun, you know what I mean. But that's life, you know. And 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 then, but yeah. Do you believe in positive karma? The no. kind of positive karma, like when you're positive or you treat people with kindness, that's gonna be reflected back onto you somehow, some way. Maybe not immediately, but sooner or later. Because I'm a firm believer that, like, when you put positivity and love out to the world, you're going to see that reflected back in your life. Not Maybe not immediately. Sometimes it does work immediately. I actually have a fun story about that. But uh, then sometimes you might have to wait a little bit. But as long as you show the world, like, love, support, positivity, it's going to be reflected back into your life. But there's also negative karma. When you throw out negativities, you're cussing people out on the street, or you're being mean to a server at a restaurant, or you're doing this or that, or you're just cussing out the world, that's gonna reflect back on your life. So yesterday I went golfing, and on the 18th hole, um, there's a little restaurant once when you finish your last hole. So we went to the restaurant, um, my buddies that were putting stuff in the car, I was the one going in the restaurant. The hostess counter was crowded, a bunch of, it's a golf, it's a golfing club, so a bunch of old, white, just mean guys just cussing out the servers, like, I need my tables, blah, 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 and the server's like, we don't have tables to give you, you have to wait like an hour, two hours, and they were just being so mean and so rude to these hostess. So I went up there, I'm like, hey, I, I'm so sorry that you're dealing with that. Like, if you have any open tables, um, any table would work. doesn't have to be inside, outside. These old guys were being super picky where they were sitting. So I'm like, anything works. Like, any type of help would be much appreciated. Just showing them a lot of kindness. They're like, you know what? I, I really, you know, appreciate your kind words. I have this back table right here. I'm going to let you. So I cut in front of all those old people. It was like 10 groups of just mean old people. I cut right in front of them, and we were able to get a table in the back. Good, good. Those those old men, they're not even going to be mad that long. They'll be dead soon. Yeah, literally. Uh, yeah, yeah, literally. Like, I'm, I'm a firm believer. You put positivity on the world, and you're going to get it back sooner or later. Okay. I don't I don't personally believe that, but well, tell I mean... what you believe, man. Uh, it's a podcast. We're allowed you know, to talk I about believe, I believe in love. I believe in love, and the best way to find love, you know, the, the, the way that our, our parents did it and the way that our parents' parents did it. A reality show. This is a good segment and definitely a good segue from something you don't want to talk about. So let's talk about it, man. What, life? You know what well, you, I want to talk about life? Well, you said you weren't affirming. I don't believe in manifesting. You don't believe in manifesting. No. So just because you give good out to the world, let's say you give negativity out to the world, you think you should still get the good. I don't think stuff. I don't think the world is like 
anything, really. Okay. I mean, I think you could be a dick, and I think, I think you can go home if something good happens to you. Okay. I, th- I, think, I think you can be a great person to everyone around you, mm-hmm. and then the world or, like, life happens and your car breaks down. You know okay, what I mean? Yeah. I, I think that either or can happen, but it's, it kind of goes back to the way that you were looking at it. Yeah. It's perspective. Okay. And yes, it happens where like you're nice to someone, they're nice to you back. That's just like that's just like returning a favor or, or being kind and sweet to other people in, in return. And and that happens a lot in the workforce and here at here in your apartment or here like with your family, or whatever. Like a, it's kind of like a scratch your back, you scratch mine, you show me kindness, I show you kindness, kind of thing. That's what that means. And and, and maybe that's what you meant to say. But like, but the, but the term, the new, the new age term of like throwing it out to the world and like, oh, I'm manifesting. Oh, oh. Oh, manifesting so hard. Like, oh, man, the cringe. Oh, I don't know. I, I just feel like I more believe in, like, working hard and being strategic and yeah. being lucky. Yeah. So you putting the positivity out there is not working hard, per se. It's just like a, oh, I ha- I hope this happens, so I'm going to do this, and I'm going to be hopeful that it happens. It's like, it's not the hard work you're putting in. You're just like, the world's going to handle it, and this is how it's going to work, kind of, kind of. I think it's just more how you look at it, okay, um, yeah. because you you can have a streak of like really horrible luck, mm-hmm. and then or or things that happen to you, and then like a streak of like really great things that happen to you. Yeah, I've been on both ends, like where it's like oh, I, like three things happened to me really great the last couple of days, mm-hmm. and then and then I've had like weeks, months, years, even not years, but like streaks of months where it's mm-hmm. like ah, oh, I can't catch a break. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so. Um, it, it, it's about counting your blessings and seeing seeing the glass half full. Yeah, no, like like you said, kind of. It's all about perspective. You know, people. You will, said it. Yeah, I'm quoting you, yeah. and you're quoting me. I'm quoting you who quote me, who quote me, who quote you, who quote Jeff. And then Jesus was tired of telling Jeff to tell us. Yeah, but yeah, it's all about perspective. I I totally appreciate like hearing that. Right. Me. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, I had a I had a friend. Um. So I'm gonna be super honest with you. I'm I'm a Christian. And I had a friend who was like, uh, I'm manifesting this house in this state with this job. And I'm like, I'll be like, Queen, how about you sit down and read your Bible first? <laughs> and then we'll talk about manifesting or like work hard or whatever. So anyway, I'm just trying to think like, you know what? Like, I don't really believe in like the idea of believing in something so hard until it happens. Like yeah. you have to put in some good old elbow grease. Yeah, I, I remember in the in the early 2000s, there was that book that came out, The Secret. People were raving about it. You heard about it, right? The I read book? The Outsiders. Okay, that's not the same thing, but uh, there's a huge book. It was huge in the early 2000s. Everybody was reading it. It's called The Secret. It was basically about manifesting stuff. If you think that something's going to happen for so long, it's going to happen eventually. But it's like, there were some parts of that book, and like there's all these documentaries about The Secret. That's what it was called. I don't know who it was written by, but people were raving about it. Like, I remember there's... R.L. Doc- Stein, maybe. Yeah, could be. But uh, people were, like, raving about it. It's like, oh, I'll just use The Secret. Like, one of the examples was, if a kid wants a blue bike so bad, and if he's really passionate about getting that blue bike, one way or the another... He's gonna get it. It, it might. It's not just gonna appear into existence, mm-hmm. but one way or another, uh, you know, these circumstances are gonna lead to him getting the blue bike. You, yeah, I, I agree with that mm-hmm. in a way. So, this isn't the anime portion just yet, but I was, I was reading a manga, and it's called Blue Lock. And um, I hate to talk about Blue Lock and My Hero every week, but here we go. Yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, all right. Like Regen watches a three series. <laughs> Um, but, uh, 
these, these two teams were fighting each other. These two, these two soccer teams were going head to head against each other, and they're equally matched. Mm -hmm. But one team won over the other one, and the other team that lost, they're like, "Well, how did we lose? It doesn't make sense." And then the coach explained to them, "You guys lost by luck, and um, it's it's about creating opportunities where luck are most likely to happen." So right. with the kid with the blue bike, like maybe he worked hard towards it and still needed transportation, and maybe like X like. Like, all these mathematical things happen where it was most likely mm -hmm. outcome that he gets a blue bike. Yeah. And so, in a way, you're creating this, a pocket of luck where yeah. it's most likely to happen. It's not guaranteed still, mm -hmm. but it's the most likely way to happen. So, like, in the, in the last two seconds of the game, the ball flew up into the air. It was 4v4, and it landed a little bit closer to the opponent's team, mm -hmm. and he just kicked into the goal. So, basically, it was literally just a stroke of luck being in the right spot at the right time creating a pocket of like most potential yeah like, uh, like, like a possibility right a, a pocket po of possibility yeah the pocket of the highest possibility um but yeah I, I didn't know that like creating your own luck was like a thing um yeah it was like or, like, or in that sense i guess yeah it, it was i don't really know i never like fully read the book but uh, i remember when i was a kid there was a lot of adults who like love that book but the secret is like uh, I don't think people talk about it nowadays, but yeah, it's it's super weird, and people just it is basically a form of manifesting before like Gen Z kind of took it into right. their. They own. love their new words. On huh? they love the word gaslighting, gooning. gooning, gooning. What's gooning? I've never heard of gooning. It's sort of like when you hang out with your best pals for a long time, and you're just goofing off. Yeah, yeah. So you can be like, kind of hey, like the goon squad. You know what? Like we're the goon squad, and for ten hours yesterday, we just gooned it up. Is that why the Goonies are called the Goonies? Because they were just gooning around? No, that was actually a sexual term, what they were doing. What we, we're, we're doing right now, we're gooning the right way. But the kids in the Goonies who were looking for the treasure, who ran into that one guy who said, Hey, you guys! <laughs> hey, you guys! They were doing something sexual? Well, they were adults portraying kids, so it's okay. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, every, every kid in that movie was actually in their 30s. No way! The camera adds 10 to 15 pounds. I mean, look at you right now. Incredibly handsome, look, look, like look, always. Look at her cock, look at her cock. Yeah, I know, incredibly handsome. Damn, Isn't that bro. crazy? Like, you can only get so much handsomer the more time goes on. <laughs> it's just so crazy how that works. <laughs> the word of the day? Handsomer. Handsomer. And gooning. Handsomer. Adjective. <laughs> to describe one handsomeness to a degree of infinity. Handsomer. Thank you for coming up to this Snack Run podcast. Bye-bye. Uh, this is the wrong part. Oh. Uh, we, okay. still, yeah, yeah. we still got like So earlier in the podcast, like, like I would say about seven minutes ago, I was like trying my best to segment more naturally, I'd say, mm -hmm. into, into what we were planning to talk about. But you know what? How about you try? Just, oh. just take us in there. Just, just, just kind of just, just open up the warm tunnel and, and guide us. Hey, baby girl. I know you want love, but you can't get love out there. What, you think love just comes naturally? No, it mm. doesn't. You can't get love. Look at you. Mm. You think anybody's going to love that? I want cake. I don't know what that is, but that, I don't know if that's how you get love. I want love. If you sound like that, you're not getting love. But you know where you do get love? Mm, homie, mm, I want love. Homie. Like I said, that's not how you get home. Oh, if you if you are like that, please, please kill me. Find a doctor. Mm. But you know what's a great way to find love? Reality TV shows. Mm, reality shows. <laughs> Whoa! What was that? <laughs> yeah.
had so much fun editing this one. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hear it halfway through the next week and be like, Brian, I hate you so much. Like in the past, like on Wednesday night. Your audio is just gonna go silent for like 20 minutes. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> um what was it? Yeah, so what's been a kind of a topic of su- of suggestion of a discussion lately mm-hmm. has just been like love. You know, it's April Fool's Day, just yesterday as I recorded mm-hmm. this podcast, and we're just thinking to ourselves, like, you know, like, love is dead, you know, love is a joke, you know what I mean? And so we're kind of going over, like, all the best reality shows and my love life, and just thinking about how it's all just hot garbage, mm-hmm. and um, kind of want to talk about our favorite hot garbage. Brady, do you have one by chance? We have a lot of favorite hot garbage. Um, I don't watch a lot of, like, reality love shows, because I just, I kind of look at it, I'm like... How do they get these people? Because your life is a harem love show. Exactly. My own life is a love show, so why do I need someone else to live out a different type of love show? But basically... You get I, enough of it at home. You, get you enough have enough of, serotonin. Enough serotonin and testosterone. You have testosterone in buckets. In your balls buckets. are bigger than your head. Buckets. I actually have to get a spare bedroom because how much... For your balls? For my balls. <laughs> I have to get a spare bedroom for my balls. Or they just couldn't... You got a three-bedroom apartment. I got to get a forklift for my balls when I, when I travel around. And I was like, I can't do this without support. I need support With When you fly, balls. you have like an overhead like carrying yeah. case for your... You know those nets while helicopters like push down, and then they grab, like, the fish yeah. with the helicopters. Yeah. That's what they use for my balls. Um, dude, wow. That's that's a great description, man. I'm super happy. Anyway, back to the back to the <laughs> love-finding shows. I don't watch a lot. Uh, the only ones I'm, like, familiar with, kind of, is The Bachelor or Bachelorette, which is ridiculous. Flav- like, flavor of Love. Flavor of Love. Oh, that's an old one. Holy shit. I forgot about that one. Um, <laughs> so The Bachelor and Bachelorette is so bonkers because you get a big group of guys and one girl or a big group of girls and one guy or a bunch of big girls and one guy and then they have to date the one guy all together at the same time it's just so weird like this guy is going on multiple dates with all these girls and these girls are like living together for that time period Mm -hmm. and they're all like fantasizing about this one guy it is really weird I i think that like i think like the bachelorette is like um like the American style, like harem anime, and if some some of my normal friends are still watching this portion, it, a harem anime is kind of like just like where like maybe like five or six girls will just like want one guy in, in an anime. I always thought about like, I wonder if they ever had like a bachelor or bachelorette where they got a guy who was maybe not the most attractive, and the girls were like, uh, do I have to still play? Do I have to still continue this game? Wait, and then. Oh, and then if they make it all the way, mm-hmm. like, while dating him, maybe they get a pretty high cash prize for entertaining him. That's there has mean. to be... That's so mean, though. There has to be a cash... I mean, there were some love shows where, like, if your relationship worked out, you got a cash prize. But if your relationship didn't work out, you didn't get a cash prize. Are you going to ask me about, about the crazy dating show that I've heard of? Yeah, Ryan, well, what about the crazy dating shows you've uh, heard or watched multiple times and talked about unbelievably amount? So yeah, um, I'm actually really into dating shows, but I, I'm trying to slow down. I'm trying to quit. I can stop at any time. It's not. It's just a phase. It's, it's not a problem. I, I can stop at any. I'm time. not crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> I don't got. I don't got a cock. You have a cock. Uh, um, so I, I forgot what it's called, but it's called. Uh, why did I start this sentence like that? They come out in like a blind date, but they're dressed as like animals. Ryan, that's being a furry. 
Wait, are you watching a furry dating show? Kind of, yeah. But they, they come out dressed as like either Frankenstein or like a fish or like a bear. And they can be anything. I forgot what it's called. Wait, wait, time out. Frankenstein is not an animal. Neither is a fish. It's a mammal. Oh, fuck, I guess you're right. Go on. Mammals have live birth. Animals have egg birth. You're so right. But Thank you. Wait, wait, wait. Right, right, right. Okay, so, okay, so, okay. so get this. So get, it's a blind date, basically. Go on. Right. And so they're actually two super hot people, usually. Okay. And they dress them up as, as like Shrek or like a lobster or like um, like a wolf. Okay, okay, okay. And they sit, they sit down. They have a they're great not, date. They're not previously furries before they go out. No, they're, they're like normal people. They're, okay, okay, they're, okay. They're not incels. They're not like... like I um, thought you were watching Trailer furries. Trash. Okay. You thought you know, I was watching like something on Twitter? Yeah, just some like straight furry dating show. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay, right? It basically is a... I'll support that. Well, they're not actually furries, but they're just like... Um, they're dressed like beasts. They're dressed like monsters. Yeah, so they can't... They don't know what they actually... It's monster are. high, but for adults. Oh. Okay, I actually think I know what you're talking about. Like, it's, it's a full, very popular. It's a full like makeup crew, and they like yes. make, they, it's a full yes. makeup crew. They take one of the or they take both of the candidates, and they just make them as ugly, not as ugly as possible, but just unrecognizable. So like real like real like movie style like makeup too. Yeah. So like when you're when they're doing like this, I guess it's a speed dating or something like that. I uh, know they're, they're real dates. Like real dates and stuff like that. But they don't know what they're looking like, so they're really just going off of the personality and their voice and their experience and how they and their job themselves. and their mental stability. Brady, if you were to be on that this show, we should really just know the name of it. Um, what kind of animal or monster would you like to be dressed as? I mean, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day, but I would say probably like a like a monster or an animal. How about like a werewolf? Sure. Yeah, yeah. because you know werewolf are still like half man type of yeah. thing. So yeah. like, I could your still... bottom half is a man. Yeah, like your like your cock works. I think that's more of a centaur. What if what if what if your bottom half was the wolf part and you had a tail and a, a furry so cool. little cock? Wouldn't it be? That's kind of weird. That's kind of weird, man. I'm not gonna. We have a tail though, and you have a human head. I, I guess the the tail. You're thinking of a centaur. Werewolves are like a combined man and wolf. Mm. You're thinking of a centaur, what's half animal and half human. But yeah, I would take the I would take my upper half as the human part. Well, mermaids are upper half human usually, and then lower half. Well, like, that's a mermaid. Yeah. That's not a werewolf. I was talking about werewolves. So where do you draw the line? They're just different subcategories. A centaur. You know you're right, Ryan. You're you're 100 percent right. I don't know why. <laughs> Everyone, the leading expert on mythical creatures, Brady, give it on up. Sorry, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You're a fucking cuck. It's called me a cuck. Yeah. I learned that word because of you, because you use it a lot. <laughs> you don't know what a cuck was? I didn't, because I don't. I don't know. I called someone a cuck today at the gym. Yeah? Yeah. Why? Um, it was on Facebook, though. I was at the gym. Oh, I thought, I thought you were at the gym, and this guy was, like, pushing his weight. <laughs> and, you're, like, you're walking by him, you're like, oh, look at you, that cuck. You, you beta male cuck. Get out of here. Ugh. <laughs> but, kind of going back to the, the dating sphere. Uh, sure, yeah. I mean, would I you I ever... Don't, I don't would, really know about dating. Would you really... Would you go on a dating show? Um... I think I think I'm just about there. <laughs> yeah. Just about there. Okay. Uh, okay. Do I'm... you think you could find true? Love? <laughs> yes. Like you could find like part-time love. Part-time sure. yeah, love. You're not gonna. Hey, have... so I'm available weekends and then on the weekdays. That's my wife's time. <laughs> uh, my only thing is I don't want people up in my like business. Like you know, love is a very like person-to-person type of deal. With like those shows, like 
everybody who's watching is like all up in your business. They know exactly like what you're going through, what you're looking for. Your insecurities. Yeah, they're going to know all that. Like, do you really want to share that to like Mm -hmm. the other people watching? Oh my gosh. Okay, so yeah, you, this, this, this is going to play into the question you just asked me, mm-hmm. but there is one of my favorite reality shows, reality shows, and I've watched a good handful of reality shows over the last year and a half, or two years. Um, one of my favorite ones is Love is Blind, a lot of people love that one. In the latest season, or one of the latest seasons, season three, one of the guys in the early stages, um, he got rejected by a girl, and then, the, he, you know, they had the interview room where you talk about, you talk about your feelings about yeah. what, what, what just happened? Yeah. This, this jack wagon, so I put in like, like, Big tears in his eyes, and and the editors had the nerve and like the gall and the balls to keep it in. It was crazy. And then he's like, he's like, you guys are gonna show this, right? And they're like, no, they're like, no, you're good, man. And the, the camera's like, the camera guy's like, no, you're good, we're not, we're not gonna show this to anyone. And he like put he like tears in his eyes. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I've just never been rejected that before. I really love her. That's, that's <laughs> just. Uh, I'll let you like finish. Like, I want to hear your answer if you would actually. But but there's. I mean, I guess I could just say it right now. But just the audacity of, like, some, like, camera crews and producers for those type of shows just to, like, show some of their personal shit. But it's, it's just so right, ridiculous. Right. It, it's, right. I get it. I get it. But also, he was being a douchebag, too, for was, putting in fake tears and pretending was a, he was sad about something. Here's a little side note. I'm going to be really fast because I want to hear your answer. Sure. I don't want to run off. Sure. There was this reality TV show called Kid Nation. They basically dropped 40 kids off into a New Mexico desert, and there was a little band in town. And they're like, okay, kids, you have to run this town. They're fucking, they're only 8 to 14. It's 40 kids in the middle of the desert. Brady, that's Children of the Corn. You just described the plot of Children of the Corn. I've never seen that. No, this is an actual reality show. So it's called Kid Nation. you got to tell me about that because I'm actually interested. If it's like the same plot. <laughs> it's a horror movie. You don't want to Oh, it's a horror movie? Oh, yeah. fuck that. They kill, all the, they kill all the adults in town and they just start running it themselves. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Anyway, so Kids Nation, they dropped all these kids off in New Mexico, 40 kids. There's one adult who says, hey, these are your tasks. Get it done. And then you leave. And it's like a game show. The youngest kid is was is. He was eight. His name's like John or Johnny or something. He's like having a panic attack because his parents are gone. He's in the middle of the desert and they're doing all this hard labor stuff trying to like get the town running. So he runs off. They lose the kid for a while and he's crying in the corner. So the camera guys and the producer had the audacity to like go up to him and say, hey, can we film you? He's like, yeah. And then like they're filming this crying eight-year-old kid. Like just the audacity just to get like good content. You know, also like that's. That's failure um, on two ends. That's failure on the parents' end because they obviously have to give consent and sign contracts. Yeah. And then two, like, producers, come on, have a heart. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like the ratings are going to be crazy. You know what I mean? But, like, I mean, like, it only lasted one season because they got sued incredibly hard. Like, all the kids, like, got really sick because when you're a fucking kid, you don't know how to, like, clean or whatever. So, like, there's kids, no supervision. So they were cleaning their dishes with, like, just bleach. I think in a more good... I think... What? Yeah, yeah. Like, they're kids. Kids are, like, the youngest was 8. The oldest was only 14. So, the average age is 10 to 11. So, like, they didn't know. Like, a lot of them were getting food poisoning, yeah, bleach like, poisoning. Oh, my lord. Like, they got, yeah, it lasted, like, less than one season because all the parents were, like, they didn't even know. Like, they knew about it because they had to obviously sign for it. Mm-hmm. But they didn't know it was going to be that I think, crazy. I think, they, I think they should bring that back with, like, a more controlled environment. Like, like, maybe, like, at a warehouse, like, it's, a massive warehouse. It's not a bad premise, like, throw a bunch of kids somewhere and see how they operate. But and it's also, like, middle of the fucking New maybe, Mexico desert. Maybe don't, don't give them chemicals that can kill them. Yeah, I think maybe a little bit more supervision, because it was mm-hmm. literally, like, no supervision. Mm. Oh, and there was this one thing where 
So they were there for like a while, and they only. Wait, have... You watch this? Yeah. No I... wonder you hate reality shows. I mean, I would probably be turned off to this, this gets too. Worse. This gets worse. This gets worse. There was only one porta potty for forty kids, so there would be lines. So they interviewed that one kid, Johnny, years later when he became like twenty-one or something. Um, he said he would end up just going in the desert because there was one porta potty for forty kids, and the shit would like basically. Go inside him. If he sat down, he was getting other people's shit because it just stacked up as a pile. Is that fucking crazy? <laughs> well, anyway, back to Love is Blinds. Oh, my God. I didn't even want to think about, like, shit going back inside me, let alone out of me. Um, <laughs> so, uh, back to your question for, from a half hour ago. You were yes. like, would you ever do one of these shows? Would you? And I think, if I'm just being super honest, and you know what? I'm putting on a brave face here. You know, I'm not the strongest guy ever. I'm not the most confident. Look at me. Look at my man tits. Okay. Look at look. I think I'm. I'm thinking about there. I think I'm about. I'm thinking about desperate enough to go on there as a single Christian man in his late twenties. It's harder and harder to find mm-hmm. love. It feels like I feel like everyone's already already cuffed up already. Like married, happy. I went on my Instagram stories the mm-hmm. other day, and I scrolled through about eighty people. Literally, like I would say, ninety percent of them were married women. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, where are where are all the hot single like mamas? Where are all the hoochie mamas at? Hoochie mamas. The hoochie, hoochie mama. Uh, the, the Gucci mamas. Do you think? I mean, do you think there's a percentage of the applicants who are kind of in these shows who don't find love on the show, but they find love after the show? Because, like, people are watching them on TV, and maybe there's someone out there like, oh, my gosh, I saw you on Love Island. Do you want to go on a date? I actually thought you were really charming and romantic on that show. Like, Oh, like the, 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 like the, after, clout, after. the clout they get from the show? Yeah, kind of like the clout yeah. they get from the show. Yeah, like, I think so. After the fact of, like, yeah, it didn't work out on the show, but, like, hey, I watched you when you were on the show. Do mm-hmm. you want to? I think it's possible. There's also a show called Pitch Perfect. No, no uh, Pitch a... Perfect. <laughs> uh, uh, perfect. Pitch? Perfect Pitch? I mean, you're... you're... Match Perfect? Pitch Perfect? Perfect match? I think it's called Perfect Match. Okay. Yeah. And I think that's a lot better than it, Pitch Perfect. <laughs> yeah, with Adam Levine. Yeah. <laughs> I love that guy. Shout out to Adam Levine. He's one of our biggest fans. Um, so on Netflix, they produce a lot of their own like reality shows. Uh-huh. And a lot of fan favorites are people who like left single. They go on Perfect Match. Okay. And basically, at any given time, there is... Um, Seven people in the house at one time, but only five rooms. So at the end of every night, you have to get matched up with someone and go to the room, and you're safe for the night, basically. And you guys can like do it or talk all night or make out all night or whatever. Really? Um, and then two people get two people get eliminated. And then there's challenges every day. And then the most compatible couple get to choose the next challenge or to bring in new couples, new new people. And they're like they're like previous characters and people from yeah. from Netflix's past reality. I did a lot of this right now. And I'm like, what am I doing? Just talking with your hands. Yeah. That's how you show emotion. But yeah. Um, Match, perfect match. Yeah, perfect match. That sounds about right. Yeah, that was chill. There was was this one reality day show. I mean, I think it was a reality day show. Maybe it would have been like a survival show. Where they just dropped all these people off on an island. They were all naked. Damn. Right, do you like the ones where people just drop get dropped off? No, like, do you remember that? Was that a thing, or am I going delusional? Yeah, that was a show called Lost Brady. No, You're shut being, up. <laughs> two things mixed up, man. Shut up, bitch tits. <laughs> uh, no, it's like where they 
they were just like they found all these like individuals and they dropped them off on an naked island. and afraid is that it i don't know no no that's definitely it that's a hundred percent it because like was it a love show or was it like a because naked and afraid doesn't sound like a love i mean i show. think you can probably find love on any show so true that's... i think i think a lot of people from like big brother and survivor they probably and also this this show called uh that 70s show that aired in the, the early 2000s two of the people on there found love they did. They find love together. Ashton Kutcher and uh, the girl who plays Meg from uh, Family Guy. Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. She's one of my. She's one of my celebrity crushes. She she's a good one. Do you like her? Well, what's your favorite work that she's been in? Uh, uh, what's it called? Angry Moms, Dating Moms, um, Drunk Moms, Mom Wives. She was basically a mom who was. Ah, man, I am so bad with words. Here, keep talking. Uh, uh, I like Ashton Kutcher. He's pretty great. Uh, he was in No Strings Attached. That was a pretty good one. He, and Cheaper by the Dozen. Yeah, Cheaper by the Dozen. And he was also in, uh, he replaced Charlie Sheen from Two and a Half Men for no reason. Well, for actually a good reason, actually. Charlie Sheen, obviously. Well, not the best person out there. Bad Moms. Bad Moms. Do Bad you remember moms. what that was about? Yes, there's two of them. And I actually enjoyed the second one better. <gasps> yeah, so bad. it's a Bad Moms Christmas and uh just a bunch of moms get together and then they're and then their moms come in to christmas for the holidays and if you thought the moms are pieces of shit these moms the grandmas are bigger bigger pieces of shit and i cannot suggest this movie enough it's so fucking funny mm -hmm. uh i show my mom and then there is like a hair waxing scene that gets way too detailed i, I had to kind of like leave the room for a little bit I'm like hey i'm gonna go get some popcorn be back in a half hour <laughs> uh, anyway Bad Moms, uh, great film. Mila Kunis. You know what? Mila Kunis gets a lot on the street. She gets, she gets um, a lot of what? You know what? She gets a lot on the street. Like when she's walking, what people say to her a lot. She looks like Audrey Plaza. Does she? Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, what she gets a lot is she'll start talking to fans. Mm -hmm. And random fans, once when they realize it was, it was her, they would just go, shut up, Meg, and walk away. She, <laughs> there's an interview where she's like, that's, oh, yeah? that's the number one thing she gets <laughs> on the street. Like people won't even say like, oh, my God. Such a big fan. I loved you in that seventy show. They would just be like, "Shut up, Meg," and they would just like continue walking. Yeah, I was like, I feel so bad for this girl. <laughs> That's just a character she plays. Yeah, she plays. Um, she had a sci-fi movie with, with uh, Channing Tatum too that kind of flopped really hard. I can't remember what it was called. That's probably why you can't remember because it probably flopped so. You know hard. what? It's called like Jupiter Rising. I just remember it's called <laughs> Jupiter Rising. <laughs> oh man, hot dog man! I think we we discussed a lot about mm -hmm. our personal life, our mm -hmm. love life. Wait, there's one more. I, I do. I'm I'm about to scarf with some hot dogs, but there's one more thing I want to talk about. Milf Islands. Oh, you love Milf Island, man. I, I like the concept of it. The execution scares me. <laughs> because it's milfs. Okay, so I'm gonna paint a picture for you. Wait, wait, time you. out, time out. If you don't know what milf is, it's a uh, mom. I like to fondle and feel. I was going to say a nicely presented mother who has kids who mm -hmm. might be slightly more attractive. Right, like like a well-seasoned woman in her second year of blooming. It's like a chicken breast, but not with just pepper. Lemon pepper. Yeah, yeah. It's like two chicken breasts located around a, below the collarbone. You know, I don't think that joke landed, but let me hear about the <laughs> It did for some people. Alba, alba. Anyway, can I please hear about my <laughs> Okay. 
So there's 12 guys and there's 12 moms, right? Okay. And the moms are like, you know, they're, they're your standard MILF and they're, they're, you know, some of them have really high sexual like energy and some of them are just kind of like, looking for a life partner or whatever. And they're all like fairly attractive. <laughs> and then um, in the trailer, they're all moms are like lined up and they're looking at like a curtain and they're like, all right, gang, these are the people you're going to be dating. Have a look. And then the curtain goes up and all you see is the mom's reactions and they freak out. And they're like, oh, hell, nah. Oh, uh, 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 baby player. They're dating each other's sons. Oh, no. That's so weird. That's like not, that shouldn't be legal. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine watching like 10, 10 but, episodes or more of that? But do they, does the friend, wait. Each other's sons. It's sort of like... But did, did the sons know that they're getting into it? Or the sons, like, also surprised? Look at the camera when I, when I say this to you right now. Okay. Imagine, like, if we won the show and I was dating your mom and you're dating my mom. <laughs> I mean, I would be happy for you. Like, my, mom's a, my mom's a great lady. But... You better not touch my mom, girl. <laughs> oh, no. I'll, I'll fuck you. Oh, trust me, man. I'm, I'm not trusting you. I'm not touching your mom. <laughs> Who put this plan here? What the fuck? Really? Um, but yeah. <laughs> what was your question a second ago? Uh, just like, do, does the sons know that they're dating? Yeah, they said everyone signed up for this shit. That's fucking. Crazy. They probably nominated their own moms. Oh, that's so true. Um, also, it's not called Love Island. I think that was like the the prototype name for it. It's called Love, or it's called it's called Milf. It's not called Milf Island. It's called Milf Manor. Milf Manor. Which, I think Milf Island. Would I like be. I like Island better. You like Island better? I think Manor is a little bit more put together and professional. Yeah, I, I like it being more cringe and more like cheesy though. Oh, true. Um, anyway, I was gonna watch it, but then one of my coworkers was like, "Yeah, like some of the moms were giving their sons advice on how to do sex stuff." That's and right. I was like, "Oh, I get." <laughs> yeah, that's just pushing a little too much boundaries. No, I, I'm pretty comfortable with like my sexuality and who I am and stuff, but I'm not gonna be taking like thrusting and like edging and like. Gooning advice from someone related to me. Yeah, that's just yeah. like because it's basically like you're just getting a It's just I don't even know how to do this. Right. It. Yeah. Right. It's just so. And weird. then my coworker's like, "It's so funny," and I'm like, "Yeah, for you because you're a woman." And I'm like, "What if there was Dilf Island? Like, and your dad was giving you advice on how to give like the best like backhand back alley blowjob? You know what I mean? Like, like you're not gonna love that." I think a lot of people who watch those type of shows, it's more for the shock value, like. Uh, it's just like maintaining shock. I, I don't know. It's just because that's not my type of show. You're like, so taken like, back right now. Yeah, you're just, you're a little so, flustered. It's just so weird. Like, why would people like? I question right. a lot of things. What people probably watch. for the bag, maybe maybe for the bag. Yeah. Do you think? No, but why would the audience watch it? Oh, it's only the same people. It's sort of for the same reason why people can't look away from a train crash. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's so insane looking mm -hmm. that we don't look away sometimes. Yeah, just you know, you do you guys. If you watch it, you watch it. If you like dressing up as furries and going up on blind dates, go for it. If you like dating your your mom's sister's milf type thing, go your, for it. Your mom's sister's milf, which is actually your mom. Um, and welcome back to Snacker Podcast, where we kink shame. No, I'm just kidding. I know you're not actually kink shaming. No, I will. Don't do that. Don't be weird. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoy these ads. <laughs>
anime portion of the podcast. Thank you so much for coming along. Um, we have a lot of really cool anime stuff to talk about. So, oh, yeah. Right. You know, you were going to say something? Right. What do you have for us? You know, Brady, We I've been getting flooded, shat on, yeah. stopped in the streets and saying, Ryan, like, have you, like, what's going on in the world of anime? And I'm like, <laughs> sit down, sit on my lap, little, little boy, let me tell you. And then the police come up, like, get on the ground, you filthy pig! <laughs> and the kid turned out to be like a 40-year-old midget. <laughs> you baited me! You baited me! You did this to me! <laughs> he wanted it! He wanted me to tell him all the greatest anime news! So what's what's the best greatest anime news out there? So, there I was, a Tuesday morning in my favorite little coffee shop. You might have heard of it, it's called Starbucks. And Ooh. I read... I read a tweet. Okay. I read a tweet. It's called, it's called, the tweet read, <laughs> the tweet read, new Scott Pilgrim anime coming 2024, Netflix exclusive, and I shit bricks. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm so pumped for it. Um, Ryan sent me it, so I didn't see the original like post about it. But Ryan, thankfully, I have Ryan to inform me about all the up-and-coming news when hey. it comes to uh, anime and all that jazz. So, yeah, that's absolutely crazy. And they literally have the full cast back. Yeah. I don't think there's yeah. one person missing. Anna Kendrick. And, and some of these guys got really big, like Chris Evans. Chris Evans, Brie Larson. They all got... Um, they all got huge. Uh, Michael Cerniff. S- who? Michael Cerniff. Oh, of course, Mr. Cerniff. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. They got they got Michael Cena. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's his name. <laughs> no, you laugh at me. No, that's not his name. What's his name? Um, Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. <laughs> to be fair, you forgot four names of four different shows on the last portion. What was it, Jimmy Carroll? Oh yeah, that's it. Well, even just the last part of this podcast, you were trying to tell us about like oh, four, bad moms. four different names, yeah. and you were like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew Mila Kunis off the top of my head because I have a poster of her above my bed. She is so she she's she's a she's mm, a pretty good. Mm. But they have literally everybody back. I, I mean, Everyone. How did they even get Chris Evans back? Um, I think I think the love of it. I think Chris Evans. Okay, so I believe as, as big of a star as he is, mm-hmm. he is a person who also enjoys the love of art and the craft because. He had such bad anxiety when he was playing Captain America because he was only known as Captain America. Even though he did like 30 movies and other TV shows before mm-hmm. Captain America, like he became like just known as that. And I have felt that way too where I'm in my own art. I feel like sometimes I become like only one kind of artist and I want to branch out and do something else. So I think that he's a true artist. He's a true mm-hmm. actor. He just, he really enjoys, like, the art of acting. And probably, like, if it's a good script, like, he's probably down for it. And maybe he's just, like, he needs, like, a really fun role. Like, he, I think he had a lot of fun in Knives Out. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of great fun in that. So, like, maybe this is another opportunity. It's like, oh, my God, I could just have fun with it. And all he's doing is voice acting. When I'm like, if you're going to get people back, I think voice acting is probably the easiest way to get them back. Right, right. And, and, they, and some of these people were a lot more affordable, like, 10, 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Sarah for sure, was more affordable 10, 12 years ago. Uh, but Anna, Anna Kendrick has gotten a lot bigger since. Mm-hmm. Um, Brie, Brie Larson has done, like, a fart ton of, like, bigger production. Mm-hmm. Chris Evans, I think, is the biggest star. He, he definitely is. Like, you don't um, get bigger than Captain America. Right. He's definitely one of the big ones, for sure. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I'm excited for that one. I'm like, I was a huge fan. What's your? Up. Do you have any expectations for like what? Do you think this will just follow where it left off? You know what? Actually, do you think it'll follow? It's a retelling, I think. You think it'll be a retelling? retelling? I don't think that's bad because like, why would Brie Larson and uh, Captain America, Chris Evans, be in it if they weren't gonna retell their story? Because like, like, they're kind of gone. Like, would you Would you want the story to continue? Because like, what else it is there? ended like pretty well? Yeah, there's nothing. Uh, there's nothing else. He defeated the Uxes. Yeah, that's so true. Uh, I would be down for a retelling, like a fully action anime retelling with a little comedy. Also, like, I forgot the studio name, but we we know their works. It's called It's called like Duck Makima, Duck X something. But this, the anime studio behind this is like, I, I, I trust them really well. In fact, they produced yeah. an incredible work by the title of Devil Man Crybaby. You saw that one, right? Yeah, it, it's, uh, they ran weird. There's that one scene where they're sprinting around the, the track and just how they run with their arms flaring. Yeah. If I don't see that in my new Scott Pilgrim movie or my new Scott Pilgrim anime, I'm right. going to be pissed. So this anime studio is more about, like, I guess, art form than it is about, like, regular form. Um, they, it's more like, it's more like depictations of like the human form and like mm -hmm. art and stuff. They're, they're really creative with it. So I, I'm really excited to see, I'm just excited to see what the character models kind of look like. I agree because they're, the character models in the original comic are more like kind of square out a little bit. That's why I'm like, is it going to be just the original artwork or no. is it going to be like, I'm super interested. This is probably one of the number one thing I'm most interested in. When it's it how it's going to look. Yeah, it's how it's going to look and just like the whole series as a whole. Like, because, how are they going to yeah. go about it? There's like three different art styles going into it. It's like the, the Duck Studio anime mm -hmm. studio that has like their normal like long limb characters. There is the live action element and then there's also the original comic books element which is like they're kind of built they're kind of built like Minecraft characters a little bit. They're kind of more squared off. I think because the live action kind of brought Scott Pilgrim to like the earth, I guess, kind of. Um, it wasn't like the first iteration, but it's definitely put it in people's common knowledge of like, this is what Scott Pilgrim is. Mm -hmm. I wonder if the character models are going to be more leaning towards the live action versions rather than the original comic book versions. Um, you know, that's a good point. I think maybe, I think, I think if they were smart, they would probably just go off the live action because probably, probably more people watch live action versions. No, than they 100% they are the comic more book. familiar. And what's the reason of getting Brie Larson and Chris Evans if they're just going to design them not looking like Brie Larson and Chris Evans. Right. So I, I think it's very interesting. I'm really excited to see. Did there's, you ever, there's too much speculation right now because they all they do is announce it. They didn't yeah. do anything else. What's crazy? Because I want to know more. Did you ever watch the original like anime shorts that they came yeah, out? Yeah, a few of them. Yeah, it yeah. was super fun. Like Because that was in the style of the comic books. They can, they can do a story of... of um, of a Scott in high school because there was a one where he had to fight like a hundred men for Kim Pines' heart. Yeah. You remember that? He had to fight like so many people to like date the redhead? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I think, because what, out of those shorts, they only released like two or three. It was mainly promotion. They only aired it on like Cartoon Network and yeah. on the web yeah. and stuff like that. But um, it was really cool because it followed very closely. But apparently he was a rock star, like brawler, fighter in high school too. And like, I honestly... That'd be fun to watch too. I'd be super down for a Scott, it'd be called Scott Pilgrim School Days or whatever. It might just be like a whole new retelling, like I it like kind of like what they kind of did with uh, Trigun Stampede, where like retelling, yeah. like it's like kind of the same characters, but everything's laid out completely different. Right. I would be kind of down for that. Or what if it's like Scott Pilgrim's story, but it takes place in Japan. That would be cool. Like, kind of Japanize it. Or, uh, yeah, Japanize I, it, I, I guess. I've heard that term yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You know what? Make it more Japanized. Japanize the shit out of that. 
But yeah, that's really cool. Do you have a favorite X from the original comic book slash movies? I know my favorite X. Oh, shit. Don't say my favorite X. I like the vegan guy, and I like the twins. The twins are really cool. I can't say the twins. I think my favorite X, hmm. Matthew Patel. He is really cool. The very first, he's just so funny. He's like a wizard, kind of. I, I think it's just his introduction in the movie, what makes me, like, really love Matthew Patel. He's just so quirky. Me and my fireballs. He's just like a, he's just like a weird, Tell him, Matt. he's just a weird quirky like Indian guy who's like just super funny. Yeah. I was like, because like, I felt like the movie had like some like weird elements, but you, it, didn't, oh, yeah, it didn't get weird until Matthew Patel like came on screen. Right. I was like, this guy, and he kind of set the tone for, he set the tone for yeah. the whole movie. I was like, what mm. the fuck? This is what the movie is. Right. And he's I, like, he's like, we're going to fight. He's like, we're going to fight. He's like, you didn't get my email. I skimmed it. I skimmed. <laughs> You'll pay for your insolence. <laughs> <laughs> and, then he, he, and then he beats him up. And he's like, ooh, coins. He's picking up the little coins. So good. Yeah, I, I mean, I wish we could tell you guys more about it, but we literally have yeah. no information. They announced it a few days ago, and then all it was like, oh, the original cast is back. And I was like, whoa. And that was it. I wish, I just want more information. Yeah. They didn't even get like an SMA like, date for it, right? No, just like 2024. I think it'll be like... Let them cook. Let them cook. Let them cook. Yeah, let, them yeah. cook. let them cook. Let them cook. I, I'm guessing summer 2024. Mm. Scott Pilgrim seems like a summer anime. Yeah, and I'm willing, I'm willing to wait for them for it to be really good. Like, if, if, if they're going to knock it out of the fucking park, I want them to knock it out of the fucking park. Definitely when it comes to animation style, like, Scott Pilgrim, you could do so many things with, like, the animation style. Mm. Like, it, because Scott Pilgrim, the comic book in the, t uh, the movie, is highly kind of takes a lot of references from video games. So if they could kind of merge video games with the anime style and, like, include those elements to it. All, all the pieces are there for a great, great series. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really excited for it. Mm -hmm. They could even take some elements out of the Scott Program uh, beat them up game. The, yeah, the video that game, game was awesome, by the way. Um, Bray, tell me a little bit about the anime you've been watching this week. Because so, you, you, you walked into my house, and I was, like, butt-ass naked making pancakes. And I was like, oh, shit, is it 11 already? And you're like, you're like put pants on. I have to tell you about this anime. And I was like, can you wait till the podcast? And you're like, no. But I did wait for the podcast. Because I'm a good boy. And you're a great friend, too. You know, you don't hear that enough. I, I really, don't. I don't think you hear that enough. Aww. No. No. You want make a little heart? Is that, is that a good heart? They're gonna love this on 4chan. They haven't been on 4chan, but now I'm, now I'm about to be. Oh, you've never been on 4chan? I don't think so. Anyway, that, I, I don't want to. Is that a sex trafficking website? No, it's just like a more like geeky like web website. It's kind of like a a Reddit. Like two straight men make a heart with their hands. Is that what it's gonna look like? Yeah, it'll probably. Yeah, they're gonna love the shit out of on 4chan. Think of uh, Reddit, just more nerdy mm. and like. I don't know how you're gonna make Reddit more nerdy, but they're gonna fucking love this shit. I'm on Reddit. I actually like Reddit. Reddit's fun. Oh, anyway, we get distracted. <laughs> we get distracted. Very... Have, you, have you heard of Instagram? Instagram. No, just keep going. What's <laughs> you don't want to know. I'm curious about this Instagram thing. It's Mark Zuckerberg's like um, love child. Love child. He had it with uh, Twitter. Oh, anyway, so we keep on getting distracted. So sorry about that, guys. Brady I know, you're I, I know you guys are very interested in what I'm about to say. Anyway, so there's this anime. It came out <laughs> about know. winter of 2022, I believe. Maybe even, 
I say spring. So of it's this pretty year. new. It's it's very new. Uh, it's called Bochi the Rock. Um, kind of going off of my last topic about Scott Pilgrim, I'm really hoping it follows maybe even the same animation style as Bochi the Rock. Bochi the Rock is so funny and it's so hilarious, and the animation style really connects with it. So it's a comedy. It's a comedy. So let me kind of describe what Bochi the Rock is. You follow this girl Bochi. She struggles with severe social anxiety. She can't even handle being in a room with people she don't know. It's very severe and she just doesn't know how to like get out there. So when she was younger, uh, she saw a musician on the TV and she was like, wow, that guy's super outgoing and stuff. And he was also introvert. So let me try picking up the guitar. So four years later, she's been practicing guitar. She's really good at guitar. So she's like, Oh my god, I'm gonna put my music out on the web. She put her music out on the web, she records in the closet, she gets 30,000 subscribers, like, instantly. She's really good at music. And she's like, I need to put this on elsewhere. I need to tell, like, real people about it, because, like, I can only just share so much on, like, online. It sounds like uh, a modern-day success story. Yeah. yeah, and, like, I can only put so much out online, so she's like, you know what, I'm gonna tell so many people about this. I'm gonna wear my merch on my bag, I'm gonna carry around my guitar, but... So she's carrying around, she's trying to make people notice, but she's too shy. She won't personally go up to people and talk to them about it. So she's like, you know what, I'm going to walk around the whole school with my guitar. The whole day, she's just sitting there with her guitar, and just a bunch of people are walking past her. But she's too socially awkward to, like, talk to anybody. Besides this one girl who's trying to start a band, she goes up to her, and basically she invites her into this band, but she's too scared to, like, even be a part of the band, so whenever she has to play, she gets, like, super stressed. Mm -hmm. It's just a really fun comedy. And is, is it a slice of life, too? It's a slice of life uh, kind of a comedy anime. Mm. It's just super funny because it, it puts her in these very social situations where she's very social. She has huge social anxiety. It sounds like a Komi can communicate mixed with K-On. It, it's exactly that. That's actually the best way to describe it because the music's really good in it, but she struggles with social anxiety. And like they actually portray it. Uh, they demonstrate social anxiety so well because my wife, she struggles with very severe social anxiety as well. And the things what uh, Bochi the Rock was doing in this show was exactly what my wife would do. Like there's a scene where she gets a part-time job uh, and she works with her friends, but she gets there way early. So she doesn't know who's inside the job. So she's staying out on the curb. She's like, okay, in five minutes I'll go. And she gets up, she sits back down. She's like, okay, in 10 minutes I'll go. And she sits up, she's about to grab the door. And then she just walk, starts walking in circles because she's scared to go in because she doesn't know how to like deal with social interactions. Mm -hmm. Like people with social- I had something similar that happened to me like just yesterday actually. Yeah. It's a little bit different though. Um, so I had to go use the restaurant Barnes Noble. Um, at the same time, one of the workers did. So I went on in there, and like I, you know, he goes into the stall, and I go to the, I go to the, the thing that's like attached to the wall. Mm. <laughs> so he goes like, into the, he goes, he goes to take a shit, and I go to take a, take a, take a piss, and then he starts like shitting so loudly, and I can't pee. I'll, I'll, I try my best. I'm like, you know what? I can't. I'm standing right next to the guy almost, and so I walked out, and I did a few rounds like walking around mm. a little bit, and I came back. He was still in there, and, I'm like, and I, was, I was like, "No, I'm just gonna go to Target." So I walked to Target. Yeah. So it's a little bit, a little bit the same thing, a little bit not, yeah. but um, it sounds interesting. It sounds really interesting. The so best far. thing I like about it is like they understand what social anxiety is, because they even make a point like being a loner and having social anxiety is completely different. They introduce this one character who's a loner, so Bochi's like. Great, another person who's not good with people. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll fit perfectly with her, and then uh, it just kind of shows like, oh shit, 
Loner people are fine mm -hmm. with people. They just like to be alone. Social anxiety people, they want people. They just don't know how to communicate with people. So they get super stressed because they really want that relationship, mm -hmm. but they don't know how to communicate that. Right. But it's just funny, like, basically, whenever Bochi reacts to a situation, it changes the whole animation. So there's, like, four, five, twelve different animation styles in this whole episode where, like, whenever she's having a panic attack, it changes the animation style to a 3D animation, a cartoon animation, a sketch drawing. There's this one scene where, like, she plays her guitar for the first time in front of people, and they all say, man, you really suck. And she's like, well, that's it for my story. And she rolls the credits like 10 minutes <laughs> in. She rolls the credits 10 minutes in. And they were like, they're very, it's basically like Deadpool. They were like, wait a minute, what are you doing rolling the credits that early in? Here, here's here's going to be a good um, TikTok clip. <clears throat> All right, Bray, let me ask you this question real quick. Do you think that Bochi the Rock uh, handles social anxiety better than Comey Can't Communicate? Yes or no? And then why? Which one's better? Here's the thing. I don't think you could choose like which one's better. They both kind of dis display social anxiety very similar. It's just there's different levels of social anxiety, uh, but they both kind of struggle with the main central focus of like, I don't know how to get friends, but I really want to get friends. They both okay. really want to get friends. Maybe different characters go by different ways. Yes, like Comey, she wants to get a hundred friends, and that's how she's got. Uh, she uses the people around her to kind of gain more and more friends. With Butchie the Rock, she just wants to get known for like her music. She wants to be popular. She, uh, you know, she wants friends, but her main thing isn't gain a huge group of friends. Her main thing is just getting known for her music. Mm. So it's kind of just like different goals and different standards. But the one thing about Bochi can't commute, or well, not Bochi can't communicate. Mm -hmm. not that, would, that would be multiverse. A cool that would be a cool crossover, right? Of like the waifus who can't communicate. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think the thing what Bochi the Rock does the best is it kind of explains like this is what this type of social anxiety is, and this is how it differs from being super social. This is how it differs from being a loner. This is how it differs. So it kind of shows you like different routes you could be when you have social anxiety. So I think they both handle it very well. I just do like Bochi the Rock a little bit better because how a little bit more comedic it is and how it just changes the universe. You love pretty hard the Comey as well sometimes. I do love Comey a lot, mm -hmm. but if you kind of think about it like this with any type of anxiety, a panic attack, or even social anxiety, when you have those attacks, your whole world kind of changes. When she's, have, when she's having these social panic attacks, her whole animation changes. Mm. Like, everybody will be animated the same, but she'll be animated as, like, a flat Stanley stick figure, and she'll be, like, deflating while everybody else... So, so the animation really lends to the comedy. It really complements yes. the story and the comedy and the writing. Yeah, and, like, Perfect. just how dramatic she is. Like, there's just one mm -hmm. thing where she puts herself in a super social, awkward... Uh, like situation like a very awkward situation she's like well they're gonna get me on court for this and it cuts to like everybody in that scene in court it's like one of those sketch drawings of like the court cases mm -hmm. and like they're basically just like sending her to jail it reminds me of fully coolie a little bit how sometimes like they would run out of, run out of budget yeah and they would make little sketches yeah i think yeah. it's so cool when like animation studios could like get really out there with their animation just mm -hmm. like oh okay it's a comedy anime but we're just gonna treat it like any other type of animation where it's gonna be our traditional animation mm -hmm. i love it when they get well, really, you know, out mm. there. Once again, Brady, you have uh, convinced me to watch this series. I would say watch one or two episodes. Mm. It's really good. And, like, even, like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty out there. I think you're pretty out there to an extent. But, like, I think everybody struggles with a little bit of social anxiety. So I think anybody could kind of relate to mm. this in any way. Working at Dutch Bros has 
helped me a lot mm -hmm. with social anxiety and has helped me um, form sentences better and be able to have the confidence to talk to anyone. Though I do think that there are still some times that I might overthink a situation and not be able to talk to someone, mm -hmm. even though I feel pretty confident usually. Also, like, if someone's in a big group of friends or a big group in general and you're by yourself wanting to go talk to them, like, that is always intimidating, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, if it goes wrong, mm -hmm. you're dead in the water, right? Yes. And And they, could, they might attack you, hopefully not, but they might, you know? Yeah, they might physically attack you. And, 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 and it only takes one time... Not being physically attacked. It only takes like one time to be shot on by a group of people mm -hmm. for you not to want to do that anymore. But honestly, depending on like how you view it, you could feel physically attacked. Like mm -hmm. you might not physically physically be attacking, mm -hmm. but how you like might think of the situation is like that's just as bad as me being punched in the face. Have you ever been embarrassed by in front of a lot of people before? Oh, yeah, all the time. I think really? uh, like 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 what's like, what's one significant time in your life that you say <laughs> you you were so embarrassed. From a lot of people, uh, and maybe that kind of caused like a, a ripple effect. Like you, like kind of way you go, go about I, things. I think okay. I think there was this one time. I think due to this one time, it kind of allows me to like make awkward situations as a comedic joke. Mm. Like ha ha ha, you know, I embarrass myself, but it's really just funny. say you shit your pants. Just say you shit yourself. So worse, worse. <laughs> I was worse. You shit someone else's pants. I was well, worse. <laughs> what? I shit in two people's yeah. pants. <laughs> No, but um, there's... they're not gonna see this coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was this one time at a big public pool where I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go up a high dive. So there's no. a bunch of people. There's a girl I really liked, and there's a bunch of people surrounding, all watching me, and I'm like way up there. I was like, okay. And now that girl I'm... is his wife. No, but I'm glad you know she's not. But <laughs> um... <laughs> she's not. <laughs> but basically, she's a man now. Basically, I went up to the high dive. Everybody's looking at me. A big group of like 30 to 40 people. How old were you? Yeah, uh, I, I don't know, 10, 11, 10, 12, okay. 30 something. I don't know. Okay, don't I'm know. just asking. Uh, this so could be last I, week. I don't know. I dive down. I'm doing a straight dive. I'm like, I'm not just going to jump in the water. I'm going to dive in the water. Yeah. I dive in, and I'm like, yes, I did it. And I hit the water, and my swim traps just go... <laughs> And I'm just naked. I'm naked in the water. I'm at the bottom of the pool. It's like 12 feet deep because it's a high dive. And I'm naked in the pool. My trunks just float up to the top. Yes. And like everybody, and like it's a it's a public pool, so it's not like a dirty pool. Like you can see clearly yeah. at the bottom of the pool. Mm. So yeah, that was probably embarrassing. But I kind of just played off as a joke, like yeah, this is funny. <laughs> Look at me. Remember that time I got naked in the pool? Yeah. <laughs> that was the plan. So yeah. Are I, you guys impressed yet? Anyone? So I think that was like definitely one of the situations where like, you know, this is uh this is something I'm in and this is something uh what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Well, that well that just happens. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody struggles with a little social anxiety. So here's mine. <laughs> I think I think I told this story before on on the podcast. I'm not sure. Let me hear. But my first girlfriend ever, mm -hmm. and and this is where also I found out that like my thing is like kissing like like i had my first girlfriend ever and and um my like my one of my biggest turn-ons is like kissing and i didn't know that you know obviously when you're first girlfriend ever you're 12 years old you, you're everything's so fresh and so new um my dumbass was wearing uh basketball shorts right okay yeah yeah you know like you know that real stretchy material you know me you can kind of just see everything and so i'm saying bye to my girlfriend we're both she's 12 she's 13 i'm 12 and like her mom's over there her, sister, her sister's right here and her sister's boyfriends are right here and like i'm saying bye and we start kissing you know what mm -hmm. i mean whatever yeah bro <laughs> 
definitely, definitely got a 12-year-old boner. <laughs> like, and then they all started laughing. No, they all saw it. It was just, yeah. it was out there in Bro, broad daylight. Dude, oh, man, dude. Like, you saw everything from, like, from, like, the the base, the girth, the head, like, everything. It was horrible. Yeah, you were just out there in broad daylight. Bro, dude, dude, I was, I was stacked. On, I was bricked up on a Tuesday afternoon. Yo, man, that's pretty embarrassing. But to be fair, you were only 12. You know, your body was changing. And, like, also, you, can't, like, you can't control that. If you remember, dude, back when we were young, like, love was so fascinating, so crazy amazing. Yeah, because, like, we're going through so much. There's so many, like, different hormones, like, coursing through our body. We're, like, you, we just want to be, like, in a relationship. Or we want to get that first kiss. Or we mm-hmm. want to, like, do this or that. It's right. like, when you're dude. a kid, you can't control that. When I think I told the story on the podcast. I'm, I'm not sure. But... What about like cheating on you with a different podcast? Like, how crazy would that be? You just didn't know about the other podcast? Oh, that'd be fine. That'd be insane, huh? I mean, if you want to. I don't want to do that, too. I'm, yeah, ne- okay. I'm never doing another podcast without you. I, work- I don't know if I can say the same. We work as a unit. We, we we travel as one. I mean, there's a lot of people who do multiple podcasts. That not us. We're together always. I didn't know we're exclusive. We are exclusive. I've been finding another YouTube channel with someone else. I might be a little bit upset. Really? Because, yeah, because especially if, we, especially if we take from the time of working on this one. I mean, if it's the same time. Well, I mean, like, are you still gonna be able to upload like at least as much as, as much as you can on the shorts? I don't know if I, I don't know are if you, I'm about to are you jealous? I, no, I'm not. Je- I'm a little bit are jealous. Are you jealous? Type? I I have one friend. He I think he knows who he is. I have one friend that when he hangs out with other people, I get a little bit jealous. Not you, someone else. Um. Anyway, back to what I was saying. What was I saying? Uh, you were saying another embarrassing time or something. Or like with love? oh 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 my first girlfriend ever. Um, she held her hand out in the movie theater, and she, I uh, was sitting next to her, and we were watching that movie about The Rock, um, The Rock, not Bochy, but The Rock <laughs> was, um, playing a tooth fairy, and she oh, had, that one. we, we've been talking for a long time, we've been passing notes back and forth to each other, obviously we like each other, right, you know what I mean, texting each other on our, on our little, like, flip phone, like, sidekicks, and I tried holding her hand, and I, I had so much, so, I had so much anxiety yeah. about holding her hand, that I ran to the bathroom, and my friend followed me, um, shout out to Robbie, uh, and I threw up in the bathroom, and he's like, bro, you just have to do it, man. He, he gave me a pep talk in the bathroom. He's like, stop being a pussy. And we're like 12. <laughs> <laughs> and I went back in there, and I held her hand, and we didn't let go of holding each other's hand for like two hours. No, that happens. When you're young, I think, uh, I did the exact same thing. I was holding uh, this girl I was talking to. We were at like her sister's dance recital at the school or something. Mm-hmm. So we're holding hands for like three hours the entire dance recital and our hands were Got so clammy, clammy and sweaty so clammy yeah. so but it was sweaty. so fresh and so new it's like you're my person you know what i mean but it was like literally like once when we let go it was like <laughs> it was like they were so sticky like i felt like i felt like you know in that first spider-man movie where he finally puts his hand on the wall and you see the like little spider things yeah, like that's yeah, what it felt yeah. like <laughs> yeah isn't it crazy that the second half is about anime <laughs> it was. <laughs> no, I mean, like this. This is you know, we we talked about our social anxieties and where they spawn from mm-hmm. from other social anxiety type inducing animes, and so we did talk about Bochi the Rock. Uh, mm-hmm. Comey can't communicate. What like uh, the thing is, is it? something else. Oh, we talked about Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. But the thing is, Comey or Comey can't communicate. Comey is a waifu. Like she's, mm, she she's a good she's a good looking girl. But more, Bochi's more of a funny type of it's not like a rom-com like comey is more of a rom-com kind of like funny slice of life Mm -hmm. one 
Uh, Bochi is more just a straight comedy. Like, right, there's no romantic elements in it at all. It's like, just, she's the friend in, in the group, and Comey is, like, the love interest in the group. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I think they're totally, mm. totally different, like, shows. Let me, let me, let me make a, let me go ahead and pivot to a 180 for a second. I'm, I, uh, I mentioned last week. Sorry, I was, like, swallowing something. My pride. <laughs> I mentioned last week about I talked to I talked to a little bit about um, summertime rendering, and I, I, when I talked about it last week, I, I was like I was like episode five, I think. Yeah. Now I'm on episode sixteen or seventeen, and I thought twice now that show was going to end, but it's really, really, really good. It's yeah. a sanin. I don't even say that word. Am I saying it right? Sanin. 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 A, it's a, it's a it's a super sanin, and it's like a it's like a dark fantasy sanin. 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 And, um, you know, man, it's gotten really, really good. Yeah, it's, uh... That sounds so awesome. It, like, because for me... So you just haven't, like, scor scrolled through the episode, and you're like, okay, No, I haven't. That's actually really fun, because you actually don't know when it ends. Right. That's I like, it was going to end twice. That's actually really fun, because, like, whenever I start a new one, I kind of look, I'm like, okay, that's this many seasons. Or, okay, that's this many episodes. So, like, you're kind of just, like, out there, like... It was a shot in the dark, too. I was like, oh, this one, this one looks good. And you, it was produced by Disney. You know what's actually really... Um, I, I kind of did something like that, too. Um, when I first watched Grimadon, mm. I thought it ended at the first part. It would have been a good ending, too. Right? But, like, so I was like, okay, that's it. And I actually went, like, a whole year without watching the second oh, part. Oh, did you really? Yeah, I was like, I didn't know that Simo, Was it like, already out? Was yeah, it already no. out? Oh, yeah. it was available for you to watch? You didn't watch it? I didn't know. <laughs> I was like, because I didn't, like, it was back in the day where you would, like, go online and you were like. I still remember what the Drill King said as he died. The Spiral King said as yeah. he died. He said that once Earth, once Earth surpasses a million apes, the moon will become Hell's Messenger. <laughs> crazy. And then he's like, whenever that time comes, we'll be ready. Yeah, I oh, that was such a good show. So, but yeah, so I good. I finished with uh Simone uh just like pounding the drill the drill king or whatever his the ape king with his like mini Spiral King. Yeah, Spiral King with his like mini like Gundam. It was all so, oh, and then he so he went like the Spiral King like had him by the, like what the throat and then he just took his key and like put it in his heart. Dude, the dude that that last fight was so fucking good he gets out of his he, they're like having like a, a beam struggle and then like gets out of the machine he's like if you want something done right do it himself and he punches a hole through his machine and grabs a little kid out of it yeah. pink punching him so sick if you haven't watched girl log on you gotta watch go watch it I actually might rewatch it honestly because yeah. now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like I'm forgetting about scenes so high right like uh when when Simon finally, like, after, spoiler, when his brother dies, uh, when he finally, like, gets the balls to, like, actually fight back, and he's not hiding the first time without uh, Kamila, his brother, mm -hmm. it was so, like, ugh. Right, he's like, my brother's dead, but he's alive right here. Ah, oh, oh, so, oh, I remember so the quotes, man. Uh, yeah, watch, man, come on, watch Gruen Lagan. If you're not watching it, you're... What, how did that happen? It's... I was talking about summertime rendering. <laughs> oh, because, because uh, I didn't watch Gruen Lagan all the way through the first right, time. Right, right. You know, um, row, row, fight the power. 
You know, I really wish there was more Gurren Lagann. I really do. But they came out with, like, a manga yeah. when they were all in high school together, which is kind of cool. Did you see the little side stories, though? They have, like, one or two yeah. episodes of the side stories. Not side stories, but, like, uh, different universe. They call it Parallel Works. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was yeah. really cool. That just, was cool. It was mainly just, like, music videos. There was one, there was one Gurren Lagann um, Parallel Works where it showed the Spiral King coming to power. Do you see that one? I probably have. It's been a couple of years, but I think I have. There was one where he was just like Simone. Just like Simone, he finds a little robot. He makes it to the moon, basically. He makes it, he makes it to space. It's been so long. We're getting old. But Do you know what? It's coming up on a 20th year anniversary of that, of that series. Really? And like two more years, three Do more years, three more years. Do you think they're going to start doing what they did? I mean, I don't think Trigon Stampede is getting enough push. But it's what, over. Yeah, no, I don't think it's getting enough push. I know, I, I finished it. Um, I don't think it's getting enough push of like good positivity for them to do that with a bunch of other animes. Wait, hold on. You finished it? Yeah, it's super good. Tell me about it. I saw some clips. I haven't seen... Have you not finished it? it? No, I stopped at episode, like, five. Okay, so, um, there's only 12 episodes. Um, they only have... Just, just tell me how... To, I mean, was it your overall feeling? Overall feeling. It. I actually kind of don't want to spoil it. Don't spoil it. It's, it's I really good. I really like what they did with Wolfwood's character, what they did with, uh, Knives, and what they did with Bash. Did it's, Bash ever change up? What do you mean, change up? Like, I, we had a theory that, like, once he gets confidence back, maybe his hair goes up. Oh, yeah. We did have a theory. If you watch a couple pod, literally one or two, like, it was podcast one, episode one or episode two, where we talked about it. Um, I thought Vash was going to kind of go to his OG, like, hairstyle. They, he didn't. But the main thing I liked about this, it builds so much on their backstory. In the OG, there was nothing on their backstory. Like, mm. there was a little bit. There was nothing. It really gave good story when it was kind of talking about the energy plants to them as the characters, Vash and Knives. I didn't know you were still watching it. Yeah, no. It's so I think it's good. I don't think it's good enough to a point where it beats the original. Um, that's why I don't think there's a lot of people like raving about it. I think people raved about it for the first three episodes, then they kind of dropped it off. Kind of like, um, Do you know what it probably it? was though? People were probably like waiting to shit on it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then once it's all was good, they they left it alone. You know what I mean? I think that's really what it is. Maybe I'm just not. Maybe. Maybe I just haven't seen the people shitting on it, or even seen the people praising about it. Um, I actually haven't seen anything on it. Like people are just not talking about. I it. I saw a lot of people like getting ready to hate it, and then they just and stopped. then they thought like it was good. Yeah. And then they probably just they stay quiet. You know what? I always say that like. You know, you never, you never praise your fridge for keeping your stuff like cold. Mm -hmm. You never like say, "Hey, fridge, thank you so much for kicking ass today, mm -hmm. keeping all my eggs and my milk and every all my spoils good." And like, you don't because like when it's working and it's great, you mm -hmm. don't need to. Yeah. And then when it's shitty, like like oh, this fridge is a piece of shit. Like we gotta call a maintenance guy. Like yeah. that's when he voices yourself. Yeah, you're right? gonna, that's when he voices himself. Yeah, Daga. But anyway, I would say like if you're a fan of the OG Trigun or you're just interested in the the story. Watch this new Trigon. Definitely, if you want something a little bit more fast-paced, this one's really gonna, like, get you going. Like, it's just action, action, action. The other one, like, you're gonna wait four to five episodes for the action to really even start. Really? There's their action, but mainly the story to start in the OG one. This one, the story starts, like, episode one. And what I like about this is everything connects from episode one all the way up until episode 12. Like, each character has a role. Like, each character, what... Vash and Wolfwood defeated from episode 1 all the way from episode 12. They have a role what kind of wraps up in episode 12. Is there going to be a, a second season? I don't think so. Okay, so it wraps it, up. It, it, it wraps up pretty seamlessly. Do you know what wrapped up really well that's still got a second season? What? Ranking of Kings. Ranking of Kings 
wrapped up really well, I think, last year, right? Yeah, last yeah. year. Fantastic series. Uh, uh, I will say it got kind of convoluted and weird in the middle, but it, overall, so good. Um, but yeah, they just, they're coming out with a new season. It's called, like, the Treasure Chest of Courage, something like that. I think, it, yeah, it's just, like, something that's not needed. Because I don't think it'll be part of any big plot. I, I, so I hear it's more like side stories of okay. the characters, and I'm wondering if maybe the if the the um, feedback is really good from the audience. Mm -hmm. I wonder if there's me even more like they're, maybe they're trying to gauge like which character is be. receiving the most love. It, it could be. It could also be like um, there's that one anime uh, that time I got reincarnated as a slime. They also have another uh, like spinoff. Spinoff where it's. Same characters. It's the same main character and everything. It's just called Slime Diaries, where it's just different side stories, kind of like and you know. And that's just that's just it's just another cash grab, crap, crap, another cash grab. But you know what? I'm also okay with it because if you're a big fan, you end up buying that stuff. Because mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of My Hero. Yes. I mean that's not a secret. I have bought I bought the 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 team up stories. It's, it's like the side stories mm -hmm. of like team up adventures. I mean, if you if you have a fandom of fans, they're gonna be interested in anything you push out there because that's, that's what fandoms do. They kind of they gravitate towards. You want more? They they gravitate towards that medium or that mm -hmm. like ish ish. They gravitate niche. niche. Thank you. They gravitate towards that niche, and they're like, I love that shit. I'm gonna buy more mm -hmm. of that. Like, I would love to see the cast of Hunter Hunter in a high school setting or like. Oh, that would be fun. Uh, or even adults. I mean, I think that's as if they're adults. Yeah. Um, just in like a different like parallel world, kind of like what they did with Gurren Lagann, the parallel world. Like, I would love to see that from like a lot of different ones. Mm -hmm. The closest thing we get that from One Piece is ramen commercials, where like they they, they look fantastic. No, they look Those amazing. Ramen commercials. Like, where I'm like low key like, can I get that as an anime? Yeah. <laughs> like just having like a slice of life like love triangle in a One Piece story but in a different parallel universe can i get that <laughs> can i get that please well hot dog man hot dog hot dog hot dog hot dog hot ding ding dong dong come on dong ding ding dong ding dong dog i think guys there was something i wanted to say but i can't remember what it was but you know what save it for next time um we had a lot of, i had a lot of fun with you today Bree. yeah i had a lot we talked about a wide range of different things we totally did do my the thumbnail for this one's gonna be insane yeah, it's gonna, gonna be, be like, like why why is there Love Island? Why right. is there Starving Children? Why why is there Bochi the Rock? And Mila Kunis? Mila Kunis and Gurren Lagann? It, no, it's going to be like MILFs, and then it's going to be like Gurren Lagann on the other side. <laughs> We're going to make the thumbnail, but if you guys think the thumbnail should have been something Me? else, put it down below in the comments. Maybe your guys' thumbnails are a lot better than our thumbnails. We don't put a lot of time and effort into them. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> I make the thumbnails, and I work very hard, and I'm very proud of them. I'm not going to lie to you. But if you guys think you can make better thumbnails... <laughs> sure. If you think you can, go ahead and leave a comment. Also, uh, leave a comment. What's your favorite reality show? And also, what's your favorite um, social anxiety anime? Thank you guys for uh, joining us on the Snack Run Podcast. You know, I, I think there's always a lot of pressure for us to end this like really funny or really or in a really great like, yeah. like poetic way. For all two and, viewers and some. Hey, bro, we have like 55 viewers on our first podcast from like a month, two months ago. All right. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, we're not really mad at them, but no one even listening anymore. We can say whatever we want. Yeah. <laughs> Until we really blow up, and then right. our, our, our new fans watch all like episode one through two hundred. Some people do like 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 if, if you get really crazy like with the with the love of like a, of a popular channel or, or creator, you might end up watching like two thousand fifteen like, videos. I did. I did that with John Tron just now. <laughs> like while I was in the sea, I did it with John Tron. That's cool, right? Well, if you're one of our viewers from the future, hey, what's up, valuable viewers? We love you so much. And uh, yeah, just know that we should always, I mean, me personally, we always struggle to uh, end the show. So we're going to end it. Bye. Bye.